Hey guys, it's Scott, and I just want to apologize for um, the lateness with this newsletter. I wanted to do a quick thing about conventions, because tomorrow is New York Comic Con. Today it started, but tomorrow is my first day there. And it's the first convention I'm going to since, you know, the pandemic, so almost two years. And it, it got me thinking a lot about some advice that I've gotten over the years about conventions and taken to heart and things that I've learned and mistakes that I've made. And I wanted to just give you like a little primer on conventions because you're all aspiring pros, right? So first of all, conventions, always think of them as workplaces. One of the mistakes I made when I was coming in, and I think a lot of it had to do with the anxiety I felt being on books that I thought I didn't deserve, like Detective Comics and then Batman, was that I didn't respect the fact that it was one big workplace, that everybody in the industry is aware of what's happening at the con, is there at the con, sees reports about the con, gets gossip about the con. And so I just didn't care. You know what I mean? I I would spoil too much on panels and I would talk too loudly about plans that we had on books. And I would get into arguments with my bosses over decisions that had been made on things. And, and I remember the culmination of it was sometime in like, I think it was 2012. So it was almost 10 years ago now, but it was early, early in my career. And I was at New York Comic Con and I was really stressed out because I just wasn't handling the pressure well of (laughs) Batman and all of that. I loved the book and I loved working on it with Greg and I was super proud of it. But emotionally and psychologically, it was causing me a lot of anxiety where I just, I would wake up, you know, multiple times in the middle of the night and just feel like, you know, I wasn't good enough for it. And the voice in my head was just round and round and round. Oh, you're going to write that sentence? That's terrible. Are you going to try and fix it? Oh, that's even worse. You know, I'd have panic attacks, the whole thing, but just push through it and all of that. And I was doing my best to kind of soldier on and, and all of that stuff. And I was at the con and Dan Dio had made a couple decisions about the release schedule that we had argued about beforehand. And he had agreed on a couple things that then he had gone back on. And it wasn't like some huge deal. It was just one of those logistical things that is always upsetting, but isn't malicious or anything like that. And I, I went to the DC party and I remember they had all these drinks and the, the, that were named after different books. And at the time they had like an American Vampire one and The Wake and <laughs> Batman and whatever. And I was like, I have to have a drink of all the series I'm on. And... Then I started arguing with Dan about this stupid scheduling thing or whatever. And, you know, I got too loud and we were going back and forth and everybody in the company was was there, but it was a party. So people were, you know, milling about. And it kind of culminated with me being like, you know what? Fine, forget it. I will talk about this another time. I'm leaving, you know, being a brat or kind of an asshole at the time. Again, I think part of me was always looking to get fired by him in some way because the pressure was so much. But I went across town with my friends and we went to the Marvel party and it was like maybe 10 blocks away. You know, we just walked over. It was like, took maybe 20 minutes. And um, by the time we got to the Marvel party, we walked in and everybody started saying to me, like, did you get into a physical fight with Dan DiDio? And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you think I hit the boss? And the rumor though had traveled that fast and was all over the party that like I had gotten into a real fight, like a fight fight almost with Dan and I remember it was actually a Marvel editor. It was Tom Brevoort the next day and Janine Schaefer who reached out and were like, listen, you got to you gotta chill out. You have to be more careful at these conventions. And 
and watch yourself. And I really turned a, a corner. I mean, I've certainly had my, <laughs> my moments, I think, since. But overall, I've tried really hard to do what I'm telling you guys to do, which is always think of it as like a work party. You know what I mean? If you want to break into the industry, if you're part of the industry, just think of it as an office because it is, you know what I mean? And people are looking for partners to work with. People are looking for people to hire. People are looking for just good members of the community in different ways. So yeah, just keep it in mind. That's like the number one rule for me. The, the second thing is when you go to a con, try and take some time to enjoy yourself. Like, you know, whatever it is that you're there to do, certainly like make that a priority. If that's meet editor, show your work, you know, that kind of thing. But also like try and have some fun. For me, that boils down to if I'm at a convention anywhere outside of, you know, well, anywhere really in the world, whether it's in New York City or overseas, I try and take some time to get away from the con with friends. So if we're somewhere you know, I haven't been a lot or I've never been to. I always take some time to explore the area, get out of there, go to a restaurant, go for a hike, do something. Because just trying to go with friends and, and get away from the claustrophobic environment of a convention, it's great. The third thing I'd say, other than try and enjoy yourself a little bit, is don't be afraid to push your work. This is something I'm going to return to a lot over the course of the semester. But I take some heat from friends now and then for being like <laughs> shameless in my promotion of my books. Like I'll happily be like a juggling bear on a unicycle for metal or for death metal. And especially now for my own stuff, you know, when they, they said they wanted to name the initiative at Comixology Scott Tober, part of me was like, oh man, that's so shameless, you know, if I'd like Scott Tober. But you know what? Like if I love the book so much, then if that's going to get attention for it, great, let's do it. I'll be the clown, you know, for the books in that way. So what I'd say is, you know, with conventions too, don't go crazy and overdo it, but don't be afraid to promote yourself, to, to be there and, and talk to people about what you're working on. If you have a table and you're tabling 100%, like be there as much as you can. And anyone that comes up or go, go over to the booths and the pavilions for different publishers and say, hey, I have a booth over here. This is what I made. The one thing is, it's great to go up and press the flesh and meet people and say you're a writer and you're working on stuff. The real thing they're looking for are your comics. So once you have something to show them, whether digitally or in print, show it. Like if you self-published it, if you have half of it, that's what I mean. Like if you're really proud of your stuff, don't be afraid to talk to them. They're, they're always looking for talent, but have something to show. You know what I mean, too, if you really want to go beyond just introductions and stuff. So also... If you're going to go up to editors and things at a con as like a caveat to that, or creators also at a con, you know, creators are, are always going to be really friendly. They want to meet you. You know, I love meeting fans. It's like, I, I miss it tremendously over the last couple of years. I'm happy. I'm excited to see that you want to be in comics as well. But try and also go to people who you really were inspired by, who you really think might respond to your work. A lot of the time on Twitter and stuff, I'll get a tweet from someone that's like, hey, you know, will you promote my comic? Um, I just did it, or will you retweet it? And I'll look, and <laughs> they've sent it to like every creator in the industry and with no differentiation. And all I'm saying is do your homework, go up to an editor who's done stuff that you can speak to. If you're going to go up to an editor, say, listen, I loved these books that you did and my work is like this. Or go up to a creator and be like, I love this that you did. And it inspired me to, to think about some of my own stuff like this or whatever the truth is, you know, just do your homework, you know, it'll, it'll go a long way.
And lastly, I just say, have fun at the con itself. I said, like, go out and try and get away from it a little bit. Explore and have fun that way, wherever you are. But try hard to just meet people in an organic way. Hang out in Artist Alley. Go up to someone's table. Say, I love your work if you do, you know. Look around. See, see who's inspiring you. you. Find new talent, you know. Find people who you're going to gel with. You might never work with them. It doesn't matter. It's just finding other people who are passionate about the same thing you are. You know, you're there. You're part of the community. And you guys are writers, you know. All you have to do is, is start writing to be a writer, in my opinion. You know, you can call yourself a writer. So the whole fun is enjoy being a part of this great, vibrant, diverse, passionate community that is comics, you know. Feel it when you're there. Like, you are a part of it. That's the fun. That's what I miss the most about cons is, like, that energy of feeling like we all love comics. We're all there. Some creators, some fans, some retailers, sure. But we're all there on the same carpet promoting and, and loving and celebrating this, this art form. So, yeah, you know, go enjoy. If you're at New York Comic Con, please come up and say hello. I'll be mostly at the Comicsology booth Friday. I will be signing at my booth, 020 in Artist Alley, about 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. For that one, you get a ticket. That means you buy something at the booth, anything from a single comic to a book, they'll give you a ticket. And then you just come back with your ticket at the time of signing. They're going to only give away about 100 to 150 of those tickets, though. So you want to go real early in the morning and buy something or right when the con opens because they'll sell out fast. The other signing is at Comixology right after at the Comixology booth. I think it's 4.30 to 6. The point is, if you're going to go to that signing, that one is totally free. You don't need a ticket. But you, you should go real early, like go an hour at least before, because they're just going to open the line. And when it gets to about 200 people, they're going to cut it. And it's just going to fill quickly, probably. It's not like I'm trying to say, oh, I'm so popular. It's, it's literally just one of those things that I haven't done signings in a couple of years. Capullo is with me. It's going to be awesome. And we didn't sign at all for death metal because it was COVID. So there's a lot of backlog. A lot of people have a lot of books that they want us to sign. So make a beeline for that early, an hour, an hour and a half, if you want to do that one. And we have free giveaways. We have posters we're signing. We have pins we're signing. The booth looks awesome. It's all our books and, and Amazon and Comixology even incredible about promoting it. There's like a billboard outside that has like a movie of our stuff. So I can't believe it. It's definitely a highlight in my whole career. And I just want to say thank you. I'm really excited to meet you guys and come up and say I'm in the class or aspiring writer and, and anything at all. I'm, I'm there to connect with you. So come by.